Hey, it's Jose Galison on No Way Jose. You can find me on the No Way Jose YouTube channel. You can also find me on the Liberty Movement YouTube channel. Also on just about everywhere podcatchers or every podcatcher there basically is. Also on BitChute. Uh, today, our guest is Eric, host of the Rebel with a Cause podcast. Oh, yeah, real quick. I know you guys probably know I didn't have the intro as normal. I need to like go back and do the intro because you guys have kind of, if you've been paying attention, I kind of do like half and half now where like some of my shit is like culturally focused and some is a little bit more political. Today is going to be a Jose hangout, uh, which is kind of like a, think of it as like a bargain brand, like part of the problem type shit. Cause it's a, it's more like current events shooting the shit. Um, yeah. So today our guest is Eric. He was host of the rebel with a cause podcast. Um, yeah. Oh, I also forgot to mention, uh, I monetize too. So Patreon, uh, Jose, or no way, Jose, 2020. Hit that up if you don't mind. That way, I can stop losing money at least. Um, so, with that, what's up, Eric? You can go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. Let, let everybody know who you are and what you're about. Oh, I want to say my blood alcohol level is up right now, but uh, sadly, I don't have anything filling the Yeti cup right now. So, uh, you're gonna get, gonna get uh, cleanse. <laughs> uh, oh my God, he's got the bottle of Jägermeister, everybody. Yeah. Bad things happen with uh, with Jägermeister is around. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I just I, this first time I had Jaeger in a long time. I used to have like really love it, but now I'm uh I had to, I don't know if it's just like a young man thing and I hadn't had it in a while. And just I was like this shit is kind of gross, and so now I'm having to mix it. I got some root beer. I was just like I used to just drink it straight and, and not even be a yeah. problem. I'm like this shit is gross. I don't know my taste buds just changed. What? <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. Go ahead and introduce yourself. People, let people know who you are, what you're doing, all that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm the host of the mildly popular uh, Rebel with the Cause podcast. Uh, it too is available on every podcatcher. I'll be coming back soon. I've got some guests lined up for February. I took a little bit of time off so I can try and write a book, and ended up not getting all the way through it. So this is going to be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you what you because I knew I remember I watched a couple of your episodes. Like I actually found you after you went on your hiatus. So I was like, God damn it. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I was going to ask you what you because I knew you had some project you're working on. So it's a book. Do you do you want to divulge what your what the book is going to be about or anything like that or? Yeah, yeah, it was a uh, kind of a secret right at right at first, so I didn't get distracted with everybody like asking questions about it and everything. But uh, writing a uh, science fiction uh, novel, um, basically, it's about a guy who can uh, take over the bodies of other people, and he uses this for private investigative work. And uh, so I want to throw a little bit of liberty content in there, just kind of sprinkle it around. So, so it's right now he's on the uh, case of a. Uh, of a general who has entered the private sector to try and foment his own uh, regime change overseas and put himself in charge. So, yeah, there's a lot you could do with that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. It's been an idea yeah. I've been kicking around for years. Just every time I would sit down to write it, I would get a few chapters in, then stop doing it. And this time, I decided to to buckle down and actually get it done. So. Yeah, no, it is one of those things. I, I kind of like dabbled in writing for a minute in here in the, in the heat of the coup, and I enjoyed it, but it's like, man, I just not had the time. Maybe one of these days when my life's in a better spot, I would enjoy to write more. I only wrote a couple articles and gave up. <laughs> I just didn't have the time for it anymore. Um, yeah, sitting yeah. down to get at least 500 to 1,000 words a day is a, is a, is a, is a chore. <laughs> well, Especially but when you're a sure. dad and, you know, you got four-year-olds and 12-year-olds running behind you and everything, so. Yeah, no, I got the same problem. So you got kiddos too? Oh yeah, yeah. I've got a twelve-year-old son, four-year-old daughter. Both of them adopted out of uh, foster care, mm -hmm. uh, like a good libertarian should. All of you libertarians should be adopting kids from the state and then uh, teaching them the the proper way to live. You know, what is it? Rescue, that. don't buy, or whatever. 
uh, animals. Don't, yes. don't really want to think of my kids as adopted dogs, but you know, <laughs> I got those too. I got adopted yeah. dogs too. <laughs> it's funny. So yes, let's go shop. Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and go get right into it. Uh, being as this is a Jose hangout type bit and we're, uh, we're touching on current events. The, obviously the, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring it up. And I mean, this is, we'll do it at the top of the show. The fucking, the GameStop debacle. Oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a beautiful thing. I love weaponized autism, especially when it goes against my enemies. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the hedge funds that are all linked up in the government is, uh, yeah, just making sure that they lose billions of dollars. You know, I, I have like one GameStop stock and saying that is really tough. Uh, just, just, I know I'm going to lose money on it, but you know, just let it sit there. This one stock that they can't buy back. So hold the line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hold. Yeah. No, uh, it, it's, it has been, I actually don't even have stocks. I don't even have crypto I mean, stocks. The reason why I've told a few people is I, I, I was like, I've been talking about for years. I want to get into stocks. And yeah. then like, I'd always told my wife that like, Hey, cause I mean, I, I'm kind of, I pay attention to a lot of this stuff, kind of just economics generally. And I always be like, I kind of predicted a lot of, a lot of stuff. I mean, not necessarily me, but with the help of like people like Tom Woods, Ron Ball, you know, shit like that. Just kind of monitoring the market. I can like kind of know trends and like, for example, like I straight up knew we were getting ready to have a bust like around the time that the COVID shit popped off because it was like they oh, dumped yeah. a bunch of money into the stock market and they yeah. had continued to like right before. And I was like, this is their, there was like an insane amount. And I was like, this shit's about to bust here soon. Like I, I knew they were trying to push it off to like after the election. And, but anyways, I called all this shit and I kept telling my wife this stuff too. And my wife's a bit more of a normie. And so she'd always just be like, ah, you're crazy. <laughs> like, you know, like, and, but then everything I ever like predicted went right. So it was just like, then like, it was funny. Like whenever COVID like was in full heat, she was just like, yeah, you're right. You know, you should totally get a stock. And I'm like, now the, the rules are out the window. <laughs> so it's like, it, it's like to try to, you know, monitor the stock market. It, I don't know. I mean, like maybe I know a lot of people say like, oh, well this or that. And it's like, yeah, sort of. But you're just like where they're injecting so much money. It's just so all over the place. But yeah, now I'm like really regretting. I didn't just uh, even if just to sit. Cause I mean, I actually kind of, I know, I don't remember what day it was. I'm terrible with days and in, in time. Like, but like I knew at the very beginning, I kind of was like seeing, cause I'm all over on all different socials, like seeing the beginning. I'm not on Reddit, but I was seeing the beginning of the GameStop thing. So I was like, had I been in stocks, I would have jumped on then. <laughs> and like, so I was like, ah, oh, fuck. But in crypto, I'm just a, I'm a tech tard, so like that's why I'm not really in crypto right now. So like, but well, I, and I gotta yeah, figure it out. It's, but it's kind of rough. I I knew about uh, Bitcoin like in 2010, and I was like so tempted to buy back then. But then I was like, you know, everything about this just seems like it's gonna be a scam, you know. And then uh, the Mt. Gox thing happened, and uh, you know, clue number one: if your website is named after Magic the Gathering online exchange because that's what mount gox stood for maybe they don't know anything about bitcoin and sure enough it went to 1200 and then they lost everything so it's like it's like ah see look it's a scam they lost all that money and then uh you know now look at it. it's like what thirty-five thousand today yeah no uh, it's uh definitely it's one of those things that i haven't mean to get into forever because everything about bitcoin is like philosophically in line with what i'm about it's just I'm also not a tech guy, so it's just like a, it's just very daunting for me. And I know it's gonna be one of those things that once I do it, it'll be like, oh, okay, you know, <laughs> this isn't so bad. I'm also like one of those people who's kind of like averse to change, so like I really like put off <laughs> shit like that. And then once I do it, I'm like, oh, that's not bad, you know. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm at with that. And uh, it's funny though, you kind of were like uh, brought up uh, the World of Warcraft thing, but like we have a uh, they're pumping up a 
<laughs> pumping up a crypto right now that's literally based off a of meme. <laughs> so the Dogecoin, yes. that's another one. Yes, Doge to the moon. <laughs> yeah, to the moon. Yeah, it's been a, this week's been great for memes. And honestly, like this is, I feel like this week has also been like the white pill we've been waiting for after 2020. Yes. Maybe not exactly to the full extent. Like if we were going to say yin and yang, this isn't this isn't the full thing. Because I mean, with 2020 being such a low, but it is nice to right. be like, you know what? He's a fucking win. Like I mean, I'm not making any money off it, but just just watching <laughs> the fucking the cathedral squirm, just oh my god, that just gets my dick hard, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to say that this is like a low dose uh, white pill, but uh, it was really funny today. I was uh, reading the news while I was on my lunch break, and uh, apparently the uh, Wall Street bets crowd they bought a electronic billboard on Wall Street that just says GME goes burr, and they showed the candlesticks going green. That's hilarious. Yeah, Public I saw trolling. it. It was it was pretty <laughs> great. The funny thing is, I only saw it on Facebook. I'm, I'm zucked on Facebook right now, so I couldn't I couldn't reply or anything. But uh, I, mean, I pre sucked myself. I got off of Facebook and Instagram. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I've talked to this already, but uh, and in the like, I, I think I did a censorship episode recently. Like, I know on one of Pete Quinone's episodes, he was talking about. It, and I thought it was pretty smart because I mean, I was initially at first like we should just exodus all these fucking socials, but then I kind of listened to I want to say it was Aaron from the Fagcast timeline earth now and they were talking about that like he brought up a good point that like we shouldn't be like don't seed ground to your enemy yeah yeah exactly like you stick around you know like i mean even if it is you just gotta keep making alts or fucking around like i mean i understand it's not for everybody like i mean for me i'm i've i've really expanded all my socials but it's mostly a function of like to spread my fucking podcast and stuff but like I mean, I say all this, but it, like, if I was didn't have a podcast, I probably would have been on Facebook a long time ago. And I'm like a, I was a big time shit poster. I very much love Facebook, but like, at the same time, it's gone to the point where it's just not even enjoyable anymore. So you know, like, I I don't know. Like, I I for me, I can understand people who would bail it, but if you are one who's trying to cause problems or not cause problems, but stir up shit, <laughs> stick around. You know, like, don't just I mean, you know, bounce around. Try, you know, be on everything. Like, I'm on fucking Minds, MeWe, Facebook. Twitter, I was on Parlor. Like, I mean, I was on a whole bunch of different socials. So it's like, honestly, I was kind of bummed when when Parlor got hit because it was like it was actually starting to kind of get better. I was kind of kind of digging it. So like, I yeah, know. I got on Parlor like almost right away, and it was nothing but Trumpkins all over the place in there. And uh, my episode with uh, Scott Horton about war crimes in Yemen, uh, where I basically called uh, Donald Trump a war criminal, as well as uh, Barack Obama, uh, that post got flagged and reported so many times uh, that they just uh, they just closed my uh, my parlor account. So they oh, deleted wow. me right off of that site. Oh, they got super butt hurt about that. I mean, I guess they weren't. Oh, paying, yeah. I hadn't got big enough for them to pay attention because I'm pretty sure I've said in an episode or two that uh, pretty much every. All the presents should be hanging from a tree off the, the front of the yard. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh, um, it was really great because every day I would log into Parlor and I would do do this is your daily reminder that Donald Trump is in fact a war criminal, and then we just post a story. No, that's funny. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, speaking on, I kind of was talking about Pete there. I think uh, one thing this whole GameStop thing, I think it's really important because we're kind of weirdly seeing like a. Well, I'm not a huge fan of bottom unity, and we're kind of seeing a bit of bottom unity going on here. <laughs> Yes. And like I but I still think that the key here is to control the narrative. And and also this kind of goes into one thing I've been I've been hearing kind of Pete just drop little hints about here and there. And I think there's something to it that I think that we need to make sure to own this narrative because I easily think this could probably devolve into like a class theory type thing. 
And with that, I think it may be useful that we start developing our own. Like, I don't know if you know much about class theory and the like. I mean, I, don't, I, mean, I only yeah. know peripherally. I know of Konkin's class theory because I've read all of Konkin's work. I think Konkin, if we were to develop our own, he may not be the most apt one to have. I have my disagreements with that. So, <laughs> yeah, Konkin you know. was a uh, was a strange fellow to be sure. But uh, yeah, if you've actually read Marx, it makes sense if you view it through the lens of the uh, government being the oppressive class and everybody else just being those that are oppressed. In that sense, Marxism makes a little bit of sense. But um, you know. I'll read Marx, but uh, I know Ancoms don't, so it's it's really funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm, this one I want to get around to eventually, but yeah, I do think there's something there that like I think we could use some sort of class theory going forward. But like my point is, I think Conkins is like almost there. I think the big issue is that my minor like I'm actually I consider myself an accurate, so I agree with the vast majority. But one of the probably small minor disagreements that I think I have with Konkin is I don't find engaging in politics to be immoral. I think it's I think tactically it's unwise personally, and a lot of people disagree with that. But I don't think it's immoral. So then the making his thing would be like even like the LP types, like even like the Mises Caucus ones, he would consider them to be. I forget how he broke down his two classes, but in his class theory, but the. Uh, it was like a basically status and non-status. He would consider them status. But if we're to yes. have a good class theory, I don't think those are people we want to consider among our enemies because I don't necessarily think what they're doing is immoral. So like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like the, uh, the Mises, uh, yeah, the Mises caucus, their sole goal is to bring back the education front and getting the message out there. And um, uh, if the rumors are correct, uh, the next presidential turn, they'll, they'll have some bomb throwers up there. So It'll be interesting to see uh, as far as engaging in politics. Uh, if it's anything above the local level, you're, was you're wasting your time. So, and this comes from the guy who used to be the elections chair for the uh, Louisiana Libertarian Party. So you, you're you just going to be wasting your time if you're getting anything above uh, your local offices. So you got a state senator, maybe you can affect some change there. Uh, but you're like city councils. That's a, large majority of the uh, tyranny is going to come from. So if you can get into their ear and just make it well known that, Hey, by the way, me and all my neighbors don't like what you're doing here, uh, tends to have a little more uh, action behind it than uh, sitting there writing your Congress critter up there in Washington, DC, or making a call to a staffer who's just going to hang up the phone on you. So, yeah, I mean, my, my, it does have thing place. Is, yeah, but yeah, like I said, my major thing is that, I, while I like even me, I don't know where I necessarily how I'd feel about the local thing, but even then, I don't think it's immoral because I do I do agree with Spooner's take in that he he said it uh, you can vote from or like engage in politics from a self defense type capacity. And while I yeah. think that may not behoove you, you may be tactically retarded. It, I mean, not necessarily retarded, but it may be short sighted. You know, like, but I don't think it's immoral. So that's my kind of point, and why I don't necessarily think that would be the a good thing i don't know i mean i'm feeling i, I feel like because i've heard pete drop notes of it multiple times i know he's been getting involved with those so i don't know if he has some ideas for that soon because i kind of be interested to see if he has somewhere to go with that because he's been delving in that realm because i do think i don't know how we would break it down i think conkins is is like almost there but a little off so if we could get something similar it would be very cool if we had some sort of some sort of class theory because i do think there's something there that we could really make make use of Especially with some of this um, this past week and like uh, how we've seen that a lot of people are kind of starting to get it, and I was really blown away with the lack of you know 
blue pill libertarian types being like, oh, but it's a private company. I was really surprised at that because it was yeah. like, I feel like it was maybe it was because the left energy was not was very excited about it as well. So they didn't have that like cover, if that makes sense, you know, where they can be like, you know, they can kind of go that way, if that makes sense. Yeah, the whole it's a private company. They can do what they want. Um, if, if you read how some of these companies like uh, Facebook and Google and stuff started, it, it's as about as private as uh, the IRS. You know, it's they, they've had a lot of seed money from the defense agencies and, you know, because they want people to data mine themselves uh, essentially for information. So, yeah, this they're not exactly private and but they're not exactly government owned either so they're yeah it's it's just a completely different thing than um you know it is this a private company can they do what they want and even a private company if they were doing shit like this he still would be upset yeah no i mean fired an employee because he had a differing opinion than his boss that's stupid yeah my my, my two main point points when people bring that up always like Obviously, the one that like okay, let's let's operate off the the uh, mentality they are a private company. And then it's like okay, if I go to a restaurant and I order the fish and I bring they bring the fish out and it's like raw, like I mean, I can be like, uh, fuck this place. Like, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't mean we can't have opinions on the matter. So I mean, I we are in no way making you know advocating the government or anything to do anything. So it's like this is what was your point? Like, yes, it's a private company. Thanks for letting me know, but yeah. like. And on the other hand, it's kind of not a private company because it's like, I mean, it depends. Like, especially generally when we're talking, when, when people are saying, oh, it's a private company, they're usually talking about some like gigantic corporation who gets an insane amount of protections from government. All right. the regulations put in place allow them to cement their place in the, in the hierarchy of fucking businesses and the like. So it, it's, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's just retarded, especially, you know, where I kind of like, I'm, I consider myself an agorist. I very much identify with that. Then I think, uh, like, if we had a true free market, well, I do think there would probably be, there still would be corporations to some extent. I think they would be way smaller. There'd be no way oh, that yeah. people would be able to reach that because if you think about it or you really think about it, like entrepreneurs are mostly way more successful and in a true free market. So, and like yes. the decentralized approach kind of tends to work better, you know? So yeah. there's so much fluff yeah. in corporations. Yeah, I mean, you would have a large corporation, I guess, somewhere. You know, a mm -hmm. large city like New York or something would probably have a rather large corporation, but it wouldn't be deciding things for you know someone down here in Louisiana where I'm at, you know, or in Florida or somebody else or somewhere else. So it's yeah, they would not be as big and as connected, well connected with the movers and shakers in the halls of government either. So yeah. Of course, if no. you and I had our way, there would be no halls of government and uh, everything would be peachy king, right? Yeah. Uniform, uh, unicorn farts and uh, rainbows and all that. <laughs> yeah. Um, other thing I kind of want to bring up uh, is how the it seems to be the cathedral's narrative is just crumbling right now, especially with the GameStop oh, yes. thing. You know, it's uh, it is it, it is enlightening to see some of the people making making uh, their takes on the matter, you know, <laughs> and it's just become so rehearsed, just generic russian russian this or fucking you know racist <laughs> that and it's it's just it's getting it's kind of obvious like uh i mean my bubble of people i kind of in the real world hang out with are kind of like slightly center left to full-on right so just kind of the people i hang out with and so it may not be the best uh you know group to look at but they uh yeah they um 
they seem to be kind of getting it. And uh, even the ones that normally wouldn't, they're kind of like, yeah, this is kind of bullshit. Like what, what is going on here? So I don't know if you're seeing the same thing. Yeah. I've, I've had a couple of my uh, lefty progressive friends, like send me clips of the new press secretary, you know, and her little supercut of we'll circle, circle around back to that, you know, and it's all of the stuff that isn't the fluff questions. I was like, I mean, what do you expect? Her husband works for Citadel. I mean, the guy who, the people who own Robin Hood. Um, and I was just a little bit more upset that her last name isn't pronounced uh, Pizeki. I was, uh, <laughs> I was like, it's not Pizeki. Is it spelled like Pizeki? But uh, yeah, it's it. It's always been a fun thing watching my lefty progressive uh, friends come around because when when Donald Trump got elected, they're all asking me. I was like, how hard is it to buy an AR-15? I was like, not that hard. <laughs> In fact, if you want, I can show you how to shoot it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a. Uh, it's funny you kind of brought up you brought up the Robin Hood thing and. Uh, I feel like that's another really interesting thing with the Robin Hood and how that I don't know if you saw that, like when they started throttling shit back, like within yeah. like the day they, their review went down to one and then, yeah. and then uh, funny enough, then Google brought it back up to f- I think four or five or some shit. Yeah. So funny how like, that works. yeah, there's, yeah, it's funny how that works, but it's just, I, I, it's, I feel like this whole, this whole thing, well, I know lefties may have a different view of it for like maybe people like me and you. It's such a beautiful example of the free market at, at work. Yeah. And like we are getting to a point where technology is getting so great that it's harder and harder to restrict the market to, to the degree that they would like it to. So it's like, I mean, all this, like, for example, this whole past year with all the COVID stuff and them locking everything down has been like essentially a gigantic distortion in the market. And they've been pumping money into the upper class. And even a little bit into the lower class, but mostly the upper class, like the big, big upper class. And within like a day or two, like, I mean, obviously it's not all of it's back, but they, they just like the market is correcting itself. It's like the market's healing in a sense. It's, it's kind of yes. weirdly beautiful. It's like, you can look at this from like autistic, like fucking, uh, <laughs> like in autistic, like economic sense and be like, yeah, this all makes sense. And it's becoming with more and more technology and stuff, it's becoming more and more effective. And it's getting to the point where for like people and me and you, it's kind of like they're, they're not going to tamper down on this. It's going to get to a point where to, they're not going to be able to hold down freedom. If that makes sense, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, trying to hold a beach ball underwater. If mm-hmm. you ever went to the beach and you got a beach ball and you're trying to hold it underwater, eventually it's going to come to the surface mm-hmm. and there's not much that you can do to stop that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a, yeah, definitely interesting. Um, so I kind of want to move on to the next topic. Biden's first week. Uh, how, how, did, how did you, how did you think about that? Uh, how many executive orders are we at? Like it's like 45 right now. <laughs> Something, Something ridiculous. insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that kind of feeds into an earlier point we were talking about earlier about the crumb, the crumbling narrative of the cathedral. Like I feel like it's funny cause they're like this first week and the, and the week prior to him coming in, they were kind of riding high on endorphins of like, we did it. We beat the fucking, we beat the big bad Trump. And it's like, and, and like there were all these stories about like, I don't know the one that was probably the creepiest is I saw one, uh, I don't remember what, st- what station it was on, but they were talking to uh, Kamala and her husband and like husband being like, yeah, she's totally like a normal person, you know, yeah. like, it was like she sure wears she chucks. <laughs> like it's, it's oh, just this, like, yeah. it's getting to this point where it's just like, it's so ridiculous. And I do feel like people are getting to the point where, I mean, I feel like there probably are a lot of people who are still ri- high on those endorphins, but especially come like next week or the week after, I feel like they're going to, I mean, it's already, I feel like even this week, a lot of people are like, okay, this is a little ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know if you saw, do you see that thing where it was like Biden's outstretched arms? There was the one guy in CNN, one of the anchors 
And he was talking about how like the Washington Monument and the the like the lights they set up look like Biden's outstretched arms reaching to embrace America. Yes. It's just oh. it's so over the top. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and it for me, I'm like, I love it. Like keep doing yes. it because it's yes, like please. you were red pilling so many people. <laughs> Yeah, it's like know. one of the greatest memes I saw today was, yay, we beat fascism. And then in the next panel, it showed 45 new executive orders. <laughs> I was like, yeah. did you? Did you really? Yeah, and yeah. you add on top of that this feeble, like, old man that, yeah. like, and it's just, like, it's such a sign. Like, I, I couldn't think of a better metaphor for America, like, it, it, yeah. it, right now. like Or not America, but, like, the cathedral is is Biden, I think. I don't know. It's weirdly, it's almost like, uh, it's weirdly like, I feel like Trump was a perfect personification of America at the time or not yeah. America, but like the, you know, and now like Biden kind of is in a way too. And it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of beautiful. Like I, I've been saying for a while, I'm kind of white pilled and like the more it goes on, the more I, I am. So I, I think, I think the future is ours, you know? Yeah, it gets really funny because uh, our entire summer was spent with, uh, oh, well, it's okay to uh, riot against the police. Uh, but here, we're going to select a guy who wrote the 93 crime bill, and his running mate will be someone who threw almost 2,000 people into jail over smoking a plant. You know, the two worst people from the perspective of uh, Black Lives Matter. And now, even today, you know, trolling through Twitter and everything, you see some of the BLM people it was like why did we vote for this and i was like yeah why did you <laughs> i mean what you thought he was going to get elected and then you guys were going to be invited to the white house making decisions no that wasn't going to happen <laughs> yeah no it is it's 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 fucking beautiful and i don't know where things go from here but i i genuinely think we're going good places especially with i think there's a really in, i think we're going to see some interesting stuff with the right here going soon like, cause, uh, yeah, I think they're really disaffected with all the Trump stuff. And then I weirdly think there might be a lot of lefties that are kind of like, yeah, what, what is going on here? So I, I do, I don't know what, what way this is going to go, but I am very optimistic for the future. I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to have this, this grasp on the people to where they have this like effect of being this super powerful thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, even if you're you're talking to your your aunts and uncles, and it, they're they're all now starting to see the uh, the emperor has no clothes. You know, yeah. there's this like, well, it's just a naked guy standing in the middle of the street. I mean, <laughs> well, in this case, it's it's a doddering old man asking mm -hmm. what the hell he's signing, and then taking the pen. Yeah, and then to kind of bring it back to the GameStop thing, it's kind of like you look at the GameStop thing, and it's kind of like another perfect example of like how little power they really have an effect. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the idea of like, I mean, you can even bring it back to the, the founders and you know, well, it is like kind of, you know, creep, not creepy, but a uh, cringy, the threepers, the three percenters. And it's like how it only takes 3%. Not that I'm saying I'm calling for a boog or anything, but it's like, you know, it doesn't take men much to topple a system like this. So it's like you disaffect enough people and you know, like, I, I don't know. I just, it's, I mean, it's kind of like, that's one of the, the founding things in my idea with like, agorism where like i brought up before where like um i feel like if enough people drop out of the system they can't do goddamn thing about it so like you know, right. <laughs> you know like what are you gonna do <laughs> like, yeah exactly so no yeah, I, you don't I, even I, need that many you know if i had if say you were able to get a, like a hundred people i mean i know people bring up like waco and shit but especially the more the government starts to flail about you just get a hundred or a few hundred people that are willing to you know stick up for each other and fucking 
it's over, you know, like in a, in a, in a selected area. I mean, depending, I mean, within reason, you know, in but, Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. In Minecraft. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Now the, um, yeah, there's all kinds of little field manuals that are available online that aren't censored or, um, uh, uh, not classified in any kind of way. And you can look those up. Usually just put FM uh, right in front of it and then type in a bunch of numbers and you'll be amazed at what you find. Uh, <laughs> that being said, uh, yeah, agorism is uh, just a tool to put in your toolbox. It, I don't really view it as a way of life uh, completely. I mean, you can in, interact voluntarily with your neighbors and everything. And then agorism is just that, uh, that little thing. It's like, okay, well, I reloaded 20 rounds of 308 the other day and gave it to you. And now all of a sudden on my birthday, I get a hundred dollar, a uh, hundred dollar bill. Hmm. Amazing. <laughs> amazing how that works sometimes, you know? Um, yeah, I just wouldn't, uh, get too, uh, too black pilled, you know, take one pill, not, not the whole bottle. Uh, mm. I do foresee some troubling things over the horizon, uh, we've got issues with Iran and China and we've got a Democrat going to have to prove that he's a tough guy because if you've ever seen him in an audience, uh, he, he puts on this tough guy role all the time. <laughs> and I just, you know, we're worried. We were worried about Trump setting off a nuke. Uh, I'm a little bit more worried about Kamala, the dunce of yeah. the crowd. Once <laughs> uh, she uh, accidentally pushes Joe Biden down a flight of stairs that he can't get back up from, but you know, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't personally, I don't know if I would be as concerned foreign policy wise. I mean, I'm completely talking on my ass. I'm no Scott Horton or <laughs> fucking anything like that. But I, I think we're getting to a point to where, you know, between f- foreign policy wise and our connection with other, other people or not other people, but other countries and money wise, we're getting to a point where it's just like we just we've hammered so much money that I don't know how we're going to keep doing. It. I mean, I'm sure people were saying this four, eight, 12 years ago. But I just I feel like we're getting to such a ridiculous level that it's like I don't know how this keeps keeps going. So and I also yeah. don't think the and I know the public hasn't been there for a long time, but the public really isn't there now. So it's just I don't see even with Biden being the way he is, I don't I don't see it because I guess I mean maybe I don't see the government having as much power as some people do. I think it is like they do understand to some extent they have to have some sort of implicit consent from the masses. I mean, how much they really need is 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 a is a crapshoot. Or I mean, maybe they do go for it. Maybe there's a backfire effect. I don't know, but I just don't know how they can t- continue down this road. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be on everybody to make the tyrants act like tyrants, and mm-hmm. that only hastens their demise. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Oh yeah. If for they sure. start coming out just nakedly just saying, yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And, you know, screw you people, uh, you know, cause your votes don't matter anyways. Uh, you know, then it'll just be like, Oh, well <laughs> I'll show you because we just solved how that worked out for a hedge fund that was uh, shorting a, <laughs> a old boutique retailer of video games. So, It'll be fun. It'll definitely be fun. So get your popcorn ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I uh, got I had a point, but I totally brain farted out there. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the next <laughs> thing. Zuck depoliticizing Facebook. That's been a big story here lately. So I want to. <laughs> I want your take on that. Uh, with a, w- what exactly does that mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if it's Zuckerberg, he's probably had to ask all of his human handlers. Uh, 
it's like, how do I emote to this? Uh, what do mm -hmm. you humans usually do? No, it's uh, a, <laughs> yeah, if he's trying to claim that he's going to depoliticize Facebook, uh, the horse is out of the barn already on that one. Uh, essentially, you made your living off of fomenting strife among people because uh, hate clicks tend to get more eyes on it than, you know, puppy dogs and kitty cats. So I, how are you going to depoliticize your platform, which is nothing but political? And, and it doesn't really matter. I mean, we've made the joke of just posting a uh, picture of a stick and say to prove that nobody can argue about a picture of a stick. Here it is. And then down below, you would have a whole bunch of arguments about it. It's just hilarious. Yeah, I know. Uh... Oh, God, I totally his brain fart. Um, fucking, you know, Zucka. <laughs> Well, we were talking beforehand about, but uh, that I totally—it's funny that they're they're bringing this up because what's we, you and me, I both know exactly what this is going to be. This is going to be this is just going to be their their way to be able to explain why they're doing yeah. this crazy zucking that they're doing. Like for now, for example, right now I'm zucked. I'm yeah. I got a 30 day, and I posted a meme of Mussolini, and it, the, what he what he the quote was. Uh, from Mussolini, it was uh, fascism should more accurately be called corporatism because it's a mixture of yeah. corporate and or the uh, uh, the private and state or some shit like that. I, I don't remember yeah. the exact quote, but essentially like and it's the most ironic thing to get zucked for. And so here we are. And now I'm getting zucked for that. So yeah. now this is going to be their cover to be like, oh, we're depoliticizing Facebook. And but you and I both know what's going to happen is <laughs> it's going well, it's to not be politics. What I say. Yeah, it's going to be politics or those things I disagree with. And then anything else that I, those that's, things that I agree with are just those are just facts. Those are just truth. So those are the yeah, things I can keep truth. up, you know, you're, you're engaging yeah. in lies. Yeah, no, I, I know it was uh, was it Chris Stelter is man. I don't get a bit though on, uh, on CNN recently where he's kind of going on about that. Oh, about yeah, how, like, yeah. you know, no, oh, you we need to get to your reach. I was like, yeah, uh, <laughs> no, you're just upset that people on YouTube and BitChute are getting way more views than you mm -hmm. yeah and he was kind of bringing up the whole like essentially he was taking the position that like oh well you know we should just you know censor things that aren't truth and it's like well, who the fuck does not def defines truth yeah. you know <laughs> so, <laughs> i don't know yeah in the uh, entire recorded history of mankind no two people have ever agreed on what happened to anything so mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah no so with this past week or two has there been any other major current events that have kind of uh, interested you or no uh, other than the, uh, the weaponized autism from the wall street bets, uh, that's glorious. I was glad to see that it is happening. Uh, let's see the, uh, the 45 or so, uh, executive orders coming out and, uh, Biden looking lost, doesn't know where he's at, even asked what he was signing. <laughs> uh, trying to think what else, what else? Oh, the Kamala human interest story. See, she wears chucks and she can laugh at jokes. <laughs> you know, it's like, stop trying to convince me she's a human being and not a lizard person. So, I swear yes. to God, she's normal. <laughs> <laughs> really? Which I mean, ironically... Have to clean out her vent every now and then. Which, funny enough, like, even if she would... Like, say she is, like, completely a normal person, which she's not. It would yeah. be funny to try to have to be a normal person and convince some people, some person you're a normal person. It's kind of like with my kids. Like, I feel like sometimes I think they're lying, but at the same time, like if they aren't lying, like yeah. I wouldn't know any either. Cause it's like, they're like doing the same exact tells as if they were lying because they know <laughs> I'm looking for those tells. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's amazing how quick kids pick that kind of stuff up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So 
it's like, well, I, you know, I was like, okay, son, well, why'd you do that? I was like, oh, I don't know why I did it. I was like, no, you do know why you did it. You just don't want to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta love kids. They're so fun. Yeah, no. Kids are fun. <laughs> so is there any <laughs> other major? I know we had a, I don't know enough of the details. I kind of, I meant to do a little research because I could, that Myanmar, like a thing kind of interest, interests me. Mostly just because I saw the funny little meme of a, of a chick doing like an exercise video yeah, while the was... military coup is going on behind her. <laughs> That was such, that was so surreal to watch that she was like doing her little uh, aerobics and then you've got like one APC after another, just going right behind her. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Jeff Bezos is uh, leaving uh, Amazon. And, yeah, uh, I just Drudge, saw that. The, Drudge yeah, Report has a uh, wonderful little picture of him eating a cockroach. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right there yeah. on the Drudge Report. That's uh, weird. Yeah. Well, because, you know, you have to live in a pod and eat bugs because, uh, you know, the rest of us are going to eat ribeye steaks. But you plebs, we're only going to allow you to have bug protein. Yeah. If at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, trying to think what else. Oh, the uh, crazy thing going on over there in Russia with uh, Nalvani uh, getting jailed. That's a that's a fun thing. It's like, oh, really? You're going to stand up to Putin? You know, <laughs> former KGB guy. No, I don't think so, buddy. Yeah, that's not a dude you want to fuck with. All right. Well, I guess we're probably at a good spot to go and kill it. Uh, you want to go ahead? Whatever plugs you go drop, you want to go ahead and drop them now? Uh, sure thing. You can uh, find me at uh, rebelwithacausepodcast.com. That's my new website. I got everything up there. Uh, my podcast is uh, available on every uh, podcatcher that you got out there. So iTunes, if you guys got iTunes, please go give a uh, rating and review. It always helps. Of course, I'm also on uh, BitChute, uh, Odyssey, uh, YouTube, uh all over the place. Uh, I will be on uh, MLGA or I guess the, uh, the mad ones now with cam Harless tomorrow night. So be looking for me there. And then uh, next week I'm going to be back with uh, brand new episodes. So, Oh, you're fun. coming back next week. Next week. I got uh Carrie from uh, shotguns and stilettos is going to be on and she huh. is going to uh, uh, just fair warning is uh, not safe for life really. Cause she's, <laughs> she's a bit of a ball buster and that's, that's going to be a great thing. Huh. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think I've heard of them, but it's interesting. So I just it's funny, a perfect timing. I got you back right when you're coming back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> uh so my plugs, like I said at the at the top, uh No Way Jose YouTube channel, got the uh uh this on it's basically the audio podcast is everywhere podcasters are at. Uh also on the Liberty Movement YouTube and BitShoot. This episode will not be on that because the Liberty Movement YouTube uh, or and BitChute channel is for like the uh, only non-political cultural content, and uh, this is does not fall into that because we kind of went into politics and stuff. The Liberty Movement uh, is also on Facebook and MeWe, so go check them out. If you need to contact me, I mean, I not even need to. If you just want to, hit me up at thelibertymovementglobal at gmail dot com. Uh, you know, go ahead and support me at uh, Patreon dot com slash No Way Jose twenty twenty. Uh, I'm not even trying to make a lot of money. I'm just trying to make it so I can at least cover my costs for having uh, after doing this shit. So my wife can uh, leave me the fuck alone. Uh, oh yeah, it's the dream. It's the dream. Yeah, I just want to not lose money. That'd be fucking yeah. nice. If I could break <laughs> even, that would be great. Yes. So uh, like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. And with that, deuces. Out. Say out. <laughs>